Today we have an interesting topic and it's how to sell when you don't like selling. One day ago, yesterday, I went to La Costa Verde here in Barranco and there was this beautiful couple, they were together. They, it was like a kid, a 19 years old kid with a young woman, 22. It was interesting, you know, the, the woman was older than the kid. That is kind of a new trend. But I don't want to, <laughs> to distort the story. What I'm trying to go is that when I asked them both what were their objectives for New Year, for this uh, 24 uh, year, the woman replied that she wants to make more money. And I believe most of the people, they want to make more money. I believe it's even higher than the people that want to get late. That, like, the financial objective this year is higher than the sexual objective, especially when the situation goes down. So the question is, how can you make more money? And the answer is just one word, and it's ugly, and the word is sell. <laughs> and it's interesting because it's like people say they don't like selling, but they are already selling. You will be surprised. Everybody's selling, but they don't know. And if you don't know that you are selling, it's because you are selling other people's products. Let me give you a case. If you are a teacher, you are selling the school service. If you are a doctor, you are selling the hospital service. So you are selling, but you don't know that you are selling. And there is another uh, case is that you are selling, but you are not in direct contact with the end customer, with the person who pay. And the more middlemen, más intermediarios that you have in the chain, en la cadena, the less percentage of your effort is going to you. So on today's episode, and by the way, this is going to be a masterpiece. I already, I can tell you in advance that this is going to be a masterpiece that maybe, who knows, I will cover this in the following days in Spanish. But you have the information here first in Uncle Valde podcast in English. But maybe there is a chance that you can reduce the number of middlemen so you don't need to deal with negotiation, that is what you dislike, and you can still enjoy the benefits of having more percentage of your effort. So I'm going to show you both the scenarios, how to learn how to learn the art of selling and how to sell even if you don't like by reducing the number of middlemen. This is going to be a masterpiece. So before starting, remember to spread the word. Tell the people to go to Uncle Balta on Spotify. Also, you can tell your friends to type anklebalta.com and they will be directed to my WhatsApp channel. And also, if you want to take your life to the next level, you can go to inglesparacholos.com. So let's start with this exercise. It's going to be simple. I want you to turn your head left and right, left and right. I want you to see around the room that you are located. I don't know where are you now. I am in my living room. Maybe you are in your bedroom, in any part of your house or apartment. I want you to check all the items that are there. And I can tell you, more than 50% of the things that are that is in your room, you never have used them in more than six months. You haven't used the things that are there in more than six months. So maybe you can sell them. And how can you sell them? This is the process. Simple. You can do like a list. You can list all the items. You know, for example, here I have like uh, I have like five bottles of wines that I haven't used in a while. I have two microphones that I'm not going to use because I already have Rode microphones and I have a lot of things just now that I'm recording the podcast. You do a list of them and you create an online Excel sheet, una hoja online de Excel. That Excel sheet has the chance to become a URL, un URL. So whenever you want to sell something, you just send, hey, by the way, here are the things that I'm selling and you can offer the things to your potential customers. One. The other one. 
put all your things together or the things that you don't use, record them with your cell phone and upload them to WhatsApp states, to Instagram states, and to, to Instagram stories and to Facebook stories. Do the thing. You will be surprised how many people between your close circle want to buy something that you already have. And also, if you want to go broader, you can list them on Facebook Marketplace and also in groups of Compra Venta on Facebook. A little caveat here. If you are going to do the Facebook Marketplace and the Compra Venta groups, remember this. If you are going to sell the product, the customer has to come to your house because I know a lot of people that they are going to sell. Yes, yes, we meet on in front of Jockey Plaza. <laughs> so they go like huevonazos with their cell phone or whatever they are selling. The person appear, they give fake bills, billetes falsos, and then they are rip off. They are scams, some estafados. So if you want to sell to a close person, it's easier. But if you want to sell to a random person on Facebook, remember this thing. You do it in your house or in front of your house. You say what time, you know, we are going to, to gather together between, I don't know, between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. So you have sunlight and you have more people around you. When you tell a person the spot, the place and the time frame, the hour, you have less chances than a scammer will appear because he understands that you know that you can put conditions. The scammer appears when the person that wants to sell is desperate and they accept all the conditions of where they are going to sell, at what time, and all the things. So be smart. Why I always come back to selling the things that you don't use? First, because you are going to make a lot of room in your apartment or house. You will be surprised how big is your home when you start selling all your crap. And second, because the minute, the moment that you receive the first bill or the first transfer these days directly to your account from your customer, you feel the taste of selling and that will wake up the beast, the selling beast that you have within yourself. I'm so excited this uh, 2024. I don't know why, but I feel the energy of this 2024 so far. So let's go to the second one. But before, friendly reminder, if you want to contact me to join inglesparacholos.com, if you want to contact me to buy my audiobooks, you can text me to my WhatsApp, más 51-98-90-23-986. I reply all the messages. So please, just text me to buy my things. Let's go to the next one. That is buying bulk. Buying bulk is comprar al por mayor. When we say buying bulk, people think that, oh, I need to buy 1,000 items, 2,000 items. No, you can go to the center. You can go to Gamarra and buy underwear, calzoncillos for a dozen. Una docena, they are going to sell it with a discount. Um, you will be surprised. You are not going to believe this. But many suppliers, I do the same also, we love when customers buy in bulk because first we sell fast, we have the money fast and we can work that money again, we can buy more stock. And second, because it's a way to, that customer becomes your distributor. And this is like um, a, a Uncle Balta secret that I'm going to reveal to you. This is something, that, this is one of the most powerful secrets that I share with my inner circle. And is always offer bulk prices to your current customers. Most of the companies and people, they do the opposite. They want to save the best deals to the new customers and to the old customers, they, they give like fucked up prices, like too high prices because they believe they already own these customers. I do the opposite. I, I give regular prices to the average person 
And to the person that already is my customer, I offer bulk discounts. Why? Because I understand that they already have tested my products, so they love my stuff and they can resell the stuff because they have conviction. What is selling? It's just transferring conviction to other person. That's why people buy me like two ligand rolls in a row, sometimes six ligand rolls in a row, because they know the thing works. If they can get a discount and they can resell it to their people, they are making some money in the process and also I'm selling like a big amount of ligand rolls just in one. It saves me time. So buying in bulk. Also buying in bulk is an interesting way to test ideas. I know many people that they want to buy from China. Oh, I want to buy like $5,000, $10,000 of products. The importation comes, best case scenario, if the importation comes, they have to do all the taxes. They are surprised that the taxes were higher than they expected. All the fees that are in the in the process of the importation. And after the product is here, they realize, fuck, I don't have someone to sell. Nobody wants to sell my thing. And they already invested 5,000 or 10,000 soles. So you don't want to be that guy. You want to test the ideas. Buy locally. Go to the center. Go to a place that you know that there are already a lot of these products. Buy them and sell it in retail price. Talking about retail price, the next strategy is going to help you. That is add value. When we say add value, people say, yes, makes sense. But what it means to add value? Uh, there are many ways. I'm going to share with you three that are the most popular. But you will be surprised how many ways are to add value. You can help with the logistic. A lot of products are difficult to buy because they, they are being, they, 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 uh, the suppliers sell them in random places or very hardcore places. A lot of good products are sold in, in the center that is a, a spicy place, a lot of criminals. If you want to buy fish, for example, you can go to Villa Maria, <laughs> but you have to be there, you know what time? At 5 a.m., 5 a.m. to buy the best fish and also it's a spicy place, a lot of criminals there. So if you can help with the logistics, I know a lot of restaurant owners that they could get the best price in Villa Maria, but they still buy it from a logistic guy because they don't want to go there. So just by adding logistic service, you are adding value. One of my closest friends, he sells notebooks, cuadernos here in Peru, and he doesn't do the importation from China. He buy them from China. So they bring here the, the product by, by land, por tierra. And just by helping with the logistics, he can increase the price. Logistic is one way to add value. The other one is information. Let me give you a case. When I was selling a gym equipment, I was buying the gym equipment from the center. The barbell, La Barra Olímpica, it cost me 180 soles. And I was selling the barbell in 300 soles. 120 soles in profit and I was selling the barbell plus a video with compound exercise with barbell. So people will get in the barbell and the workout plan included. So just by adding that information. And by the way, that information was just me recording myself at the gym doing the exercise with the barbell. Just by that, I was making 120 soles. How many barbells I was selling? Maybe two or three per week. So in my like... 350 soles extra per week and was like in autopilot. Logistic, information, and warranty. What is warranty? If you do the importation from China, let's say, or even here in Peru, a lot of sellers, sellers they don't want to deal with warranty. Why? Because first, you don't know how the user is going to use the product. 
And second, because they don't want having people coming back with the product. So it's like, buy my thing. If you have problems, it's your problem. So you, by adding warranty, guarantee, you can increase the price. You, you embed the safety of the warranty in the price. Uh, this is basically what all the insurance companies do. When you buy the car, the insurance company gives you warranty extra in the car if someone steals your car or if you have an accident. And the question is, how do they make money? First, by putting a motherfucker conditions, always. And second, because they know the math. They know that for every 100 people, just one person will have like a huge incident. The same happened with products. My friend, he's bringing um, um, ink, tinta for, for, for paper. So when you have the, I was forgetting the word, the printer, the printer, la impresora, you are using your printer and suddenly the printer runs out of ink, ink tinta. So what do you do? You, you have to buy original ink because if you buy like a, like a copy brand, you are going to destroy your printer. But he found a good, good uh, quality of ink that is not original and doesn't destroy your printer. And how he's selling that ink? He said, I sell you the ink and if your printer goes uh, broke or, or goes wrong, I fix it for you. So imagine, he's adding the warranty. He's charging 100 or 200 uh, extra percent on the product just because he's adding the warranty and he's making a lot of money. Before continue, little reminder, when you are going to include warranty, always be smart. How can you add that warranty? In the cars business, cars dealership, they give you warranty if you don't modify your car, if you don't take the car to another mechanic that is not them. In the case of English Paracholos, I add six months of warranty. If you don't uh, uh, learn English in, in six months, I give you double of your investment. But why? Because I have a system to track if the people are putting the effort or not. That the effort is simple, just like, like 20 or 30 minutes of practice English per day. So always it's important to understand how to follow the warranty. Now, let's go to the next model. And this is going to be the last model before we go to the second part. That is how to sell uh, when you don't want to negotiate. But this last tip is the buy and hold. Selling is understanding seasons. There are high seasons and low seasons. I want to compare this with sports. Imagine that you're a fighter, a boxer, or a wrestler, un luchador, okay? If you are going to have a competition on December, you're not going to spend December drinking alcohol or, or having crazy parties. The same happened with selling and business, I would say in general. You need to understand how is the seasonality. In my business, that is um, supplements, high seasons are July and December. Both are high. July because people start to, to get ready for the next summer and December because people know that it's late but they still want to get ready for summer. And because here in Peru we have the double wage, el doble eh, salario. So that's why those two months I always, I'm like a pit bull in front of my WhatsApp. I focus selling, selling, selling. And if you are smarter, you know that you need to work your branding the previous months. But that is a topic for another uh, chapter. You need to understand the seasons of the business. Many business owners, you will be surprised how people that are 10 years, 20 years in the market, they haven't understand this fully or totally. 
So you can buy products when the prices are low and sell the products when the season is high. That's what my mother do with the toys. My mother buy all the dolls, all the toys, juguetes, muñecas for my cousins on September, on October, when they are in a discount price. And she offered them to my nephews in, the, um, in Christmas time. Uh, when, when the prices are high, she doesn't need to buy them. She already have the toys. So buy when the prices are low and sell when the prices are high. How do you do this? When you understand the seasons. That was one of my most powerful weapons when I started my business. I will buy all the Lipo 6 Blacks in the market. So by February, when nobody have Lipo 6 Black, I was the only one to, to have that in, 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 in stock. And I was able to sell the Lipo 6 Black plus an extra product. That is something that is called upsell. What is upsell? People come to buy something, you sell the product, and you say, hey, just in case, I also have this product. Just in case, I also have this service. Just in case, I can give you a discount if you buy 10 more units. So that is the upsell technique. Okay, so far, you have kind of the wisdom of how to become a little guru in sales. This is like, it's incredible, but even people that have years selling, they don't know this technique. This is kind of the secret Uncle Balta weapons. Things that I want you to remember before we jump to the second part of this podcast is the, the safer you want to go, the more money you are leaving on the table. If you want to be a professional and you want to say, no, I, you want, I don't want to deal with negotiations at all, you're going to sacrifice a lot of money first. Second, people have, say like, like sellers have bad reputation. What happened with sellers? You don't need a university degree to sell. You just need to sell. So in the same thing that there are a lot of realtors, the agentes immobiliarios, now everybody is agente immobiliario, there are a lot of sellers. Why? Because many people, and it was my case, we joined sales because we couldn't find a job in a regular company. So you have good sellers and you have pieces of shit. The interesting part is that when you become a good seller, nobody calls you seller. They call you coach, they call you a, a consultant, consultor, they call you a, they have many names, many names when you become a good seller. And when you're an average person or a bad person, they call you seller. So that's why the sellers have bad reputation. But in general, sellers are not bad. You have a lot of good sellers, but nobody calls them sellers. Now, let's go to the second part. Uh, and by the, by the way, um, I told you something at the beginning is that you are already selling. If you are not selling your product, you are selling other person's product, but you're already selling. Let's go to the second part. It's like you really hate negotiation. You don't want to talk about money with the customer and all the shit. I have beautiful solutions for you. But before continue, friendly reminder, I have an audiobook that is called La Eyaculación Eterna, where I show you how to monetize your hobby. You can text me to más 51 9890 if you want to buy the audiobook. And that audiobook includes a question that you can ask me at the end of the audiobook. Let's go here. Imagine that you are a singer, that you are Beyonce, that you are este, Carlos Vives. I don't know your favorite singer, okay? Do you think the singer is doing the negotiations with all the people? Whenever he has a concert, do you think he's doing the negotiation with the concert? There are some singers that they, they still do it. But most of them, they have some someone that is called a manager. 
How much money a manager charge? Usually they charge between 10% and the most hardcore ones they charge 20%. You'll be like, wow, 20%, what a big motherfucker. It's still good because the current system that you have in your business, they are keeping like 80 or 90%, it's worse. So having a manager and a good manager, because there are also some, some scammers there, is going to make your life easier. You need to find, if you are, there are some people that are business people and other people that are more artists. An artist is not just music, it's not just painting. Your profession is a kind of art. So the, the, I have many strategies, but the first is who could be my manager? The other day, for example, Serranowski, he texted me and he told me, Jose, I want you to be my manager. And I don't have time to, to manage Serranowski, even though he has a huge potential. So I sent him to a friend that was going to, that, that, that knows how to help him and has more time. But who could be your manager? That is a good question that you can ask. What, what a good manager is going to do for you? He's going to gather customers. He's going to gather events. He's going to pull off a lot of deals from brands for you. Um, he will make your life easier. So you just need to focus in, in, in doing your stuff. So a manager is a nice way if you don't want to deal with any middleman extra. Another cool way is um, you can use affiliates, people who sell for you and you give a commission. There are many ways advanced to do this, but I can tell you like a simple Uncle Balta primal technique, una técnica primitiva. How is this technique? Is you go to Google and you type this, WhatsApp link generator. And you know what happened. You can type your WhatsApp, you can type a message, for example. If you, in many of my content pieces, you are going to see, you know, uh, you click the link and you go directly to my WhatsApp and say, hola, Balta, busco quemadores de grasa, for example. You can do the same. You can put, uh, uh, hola, your name, I want your service, I come from this person. Or you can say, or you can create a copy for that person. You know, when this phrase appear, this phrase belongs to this seller. And if you close the sale, you are making, you are giving the person 10% or 20% of the sale. What is the beauty of this way that you are not trying to look for the people. The person is coming to your WhatsApp. So you are not chasing people first. Second, you have power of negotiation because you are in your WhatsApp comfortable. And the person that wants to sell your product, they are going to do it happily because they are going to make a commission. A third way, tercera manera is you can work on your branding. I, I give you a, a case here. Yesterday, for example, I was driving my car and I was in front of the red light. There were two SUVs, dos camionetas. One was a um, Audi SUV and the other was a Chinese. I don't even remember the brand, but it was a Chinese. The Chinese SUV looks so much better than the Audi. I mean, the car, the, the, the design was beautiful. But if you ask me, which one would you buy if you need a car? I would prefer the Audi. I would prefer even better a Volkswagen. I trust more Volkswagen because it's better price and good quality. But coming back to the topic, is many people, they obsess with the logo, with the design. Uh, you know what is the most important thing? The brand. Because the brand gives you the trust. Brand gives you reliability. And that's why you want to work your branding. How do you improve your, your branding? You hire a coach that teaches you how to improve your branding. 
And people believe that branding is just posting content. And by the way, that is so fucking important. Still this day, people don't, don't understand the power of that. But that is just the first part of the branding. Branding also is how do you do the delivery. Branding is the post-sales service that you do. Branding is how people feel when they listen your brand. If you listen your ex-girlfriend name, what do you feel? If you feel good, it was a good brand. If you feel bad, it was a bad brand. So everybody brands themselves. Now, some people do it in, in a nice way and some people do it in a terrible way. You want to know how to brand. And as I mentioned before, when you have a good branding, sales becomes easier because it's like you just need basically to give the, um, the bank account. When I'm selling my cell phone, when I'm selling my supplements in Les Paracholos, I don't need to negotiate. Please, what is the price? Bank account, they buy because you have a strong brand. So that is the third thing that you have to do. And the last thing that I will mention is you need to build your team. Let's say that you are good uh, at doing your product, but maybe you don't know how to do a website. You can just find who's good, who is good doing website. Please build my website. You don't know how to run a nice Facebook page or a nice Instagram page between your people. Who is the best person handling their social media? Please, could you help me? Can I pay you? Can I give you some free products? And most of the time they're going to tell you yes. So try to find talent and try to, what I, what I love saying, what I love to call undervalue skills. When I see, for example, an um, uh, English teacher, I saw one English teacher, she was so good and her skill was underrated. So I told her, hey, become my, my director in my metaverse with the Cholos and I'm going to pay you more than you are earning per hour. Why? Because she had a skill that can be monetized in a better way. The guy who walks my dog also, I teach, hey, I'm going to teach you how to spot at the gym. Now he makes more money spotting me at the gym than walking the dog. And he's also making money in other channels, but that is a story for our case. So that is the thing. You need to find your team. And the last thing, just to wrap this podcast, is like, remember, people buy with emotions and they justify with rationality. Most of the bad sellers and bad companies, they run out of business, they, they go broke because they try to show all the features. And the features, the characteristics, is something that people find out after they buy. Usually people buy with emotions. When you, buy, when you want to buy a car, usually they show you like the, how it will feel to have the perfect wife next to you. You go in a highway that doesn't have traffic. <laughs> it's not the case here in Peru. Um, that's what you want to You want to sell the dream, but you really want to justify with the good features after that. Because if you justify with good features, that customer is going to buy you again. And recurring customers is something that you really want in your life. I hope you enjoy this podcast. This podcast is going to change your life. Remember to spread the word. Tell the people to go to Uncle Balta on Spotify. If you have a friend that is learning English and is going like huevonazo to the institute, tell him, hey, go to Uncle Balta podcast. You're going to learn them faster. And also you're going to get some business skills. I hope you enjoy your day. Remember, if you want to text me, más 51, 9890 23986.